Hello and welcome to Organic Life, a podcast for those interested in eating and living in a healthier, more sustainable way. My name's Matthew and on this episode we're going to hear the final part of my conversation with nutritional therapist Carrie Temple of Strive. So far we've heard about the importance of giving your body the nutrients and vitamins it needs to constantly maintain and repair itself. But I was curious to find out how practical it was to get everything you need from food alone. And how do you know if you should also maybe consider adding in some supplements? Um, You've got to look at the diet initially. So um, if someone has, you know, again, going back to that sort of diet of cornflakes, ham and cheese sandwich and fish and chips for dinner, you know, that diet has really got very little to no sort of nutritional value um, from a vitamin mineral sort of side of things are quite processed things have been taken out they may have put some extra vitamins into the the cereal for instance but you're not going to get a lot it's not a valuable diet if you like um but if you're starting to make changes and you're already putting some um more vegetables in you're maybe getting better quality protein you know all these kind of things obviously they will help and absolutely that is the primary option for anybody but our food is more depleted now our soils are more depleted we're also more stressed there's more um we're exposed to more chemicals um which all in turn will actually reduce the amount that we're getting in so again you can go back to world war ii and and that diet and it was low sugar in some ways no stress after after the wartime shall we say Mm -hmm. um you know it's you've got again looking at the whole picture and uh, supplements are to supplement they are to support that that health of that individual you've got to look at the diet i do use supplements personally but also use them often in clinic um and they will you will notice a difference in in in, in many cases um depends what you're doing you can use things like probiotics so you can get um tablet form sort of beneficial bacteria rather than things that you see in the supermarket which again those are laden with dairy and sugar which some people can't take um digestive enzymes will help digestion so again they will support and help you digest and um, absorb your nutrients more optimally so again if your digestion is optimal is suboptimal or subpar having a little bit of support will just get you through the sort of rocky transition if you like um take pregnant women for instance again their, their diet might be really really good but they're trying to they're trying to grow another little human being give the body a little bit of extra support to help you get through that so you're, you can get through your pregnancy as, as healthy as possible and also give your baby the best start so there's a bit of a negative oh I should get everything I need from my diet but is your diet are you getting eight to ten portions of vegetables in a day are you eating three portions of fish a week are you you know all these things you've got to take into consideration and very few people do get exactly everything that, that they should be getting um, so putting in a little bit of support why wouldn't you you know um, but then to compare a lot of the brands that I use, which are aimed at optimal health, to the ones that you would find in maybe, you know, the the local chemist or the local supermarket are very very different as well. You know, I often have people going, oh, you know, I'd taken a multivit and I didn't feel any different. It possibly didn't because your probably diet was not very good in the first place, and the the level and the absorbability, if you like, is very different to the ones you buy in the supermarket to a lot of the brands that other nutritional therapists or professionals will use. Um, so there's you know with supplements what you get what you pay is what you get you know to be able to buy one and get one for a penny you've got to question the viability and the the quality of those products unfortunately 
What are some of the most common nutritional deficiencies that you see? Um, I guess it's a lot to do with you know our, our diet, our culture, and things like that. Yeah. Um, again, iron's a common one. You know, someone's iron. I will say it's more common in women. I mean, again, through certain through certain terms times of their life, that can happen. Um, I quite often, one of the things I often supplement and talk about within in clinic is magnesium. You know, when we think about minerals, we think calcium, we think our bone health. But, you know, if you take bone health, it's not just, they're not just made of calcium. Our bones are made of um, magnesium. We need vitamin K, vitamin D to support healthy bones, but we just think calcium. There's lots of other things that go into that. But magnesium, um, I swear by um it's it's requires often the missing link when making energy because you need that to make um, energy within the body it supports relaxation so again someone who maybe maybe some muscle cramps or they don't sleep very well or their digestions are you know, maybe a little bit constipated some magnesium can be really really beneficial for that so again looking at the symptoms that an individual comes in with that's something i often it would often suggest vitamin d as well this country we don't get enough sunlight um, I test for vitamin D in the clinic, um, and I've in ninety percent of the cases people have been low um, with their vitamin D. Not necessarily deficient, but very very low. Um, and again, that's required for immune health, bone health, nervous system. You know, so many things, and we kind of we know we don't get enough in this country, but we don't do a lot about it. Um, and again, within the NHS, they don't test for it. Um, so it's something I can test for, and it's easily supplemented as well very cheap um, and again if you don't eat dairy and you don't eat fish supplementing is really really important with the magnesium is that a uh, better to take as a spray than orally um i've heard instances of people taking a bit too much ingesting a bit too much and they're in the toilet quite a bit there's different forms of magnesium so you get um you, again the sort of cheaper form is magnesium oxalate um you'll find that in some of the, the the high street stores um and it it will you'll maybe absorb some of it but not all of it um you'll get magnesium citrate magnesium picolinate magnesium malate magnesium taurate so there's lots of different ones that have different um abilities if you like um so if someone again if i'm looking at someone with some digestive complaint and they're um maybe a little bit constipated um i would look at using something like a magnesium citrate because it helps relax the digestive tract it helps hold water into the stools um you know so there's different forms for different things um you can use sprays absolutely um some people find them a little bit itchy you know they can irritate the skin and that's quite common if you are low magnesium so you may maybe want to get it more internally but again, you can get it from your diet, up your green vegetables, whole grains, nuts and seeds. You know, it's it's there in abundance. We just don't, our diet is often not getting enough of those things. So supplementing can be essential in getting you there quicker, get the results quicker. So I think we're finding out too that it isn't just about nutrition, that movement and exercise are also vital. But just like the typical modern diet, is the typical modern approach to exercise maybe a bit flawed? It's a common belief that you go to the gym for an hour and go absolutely flat out for the duration of that hour and then it's job done. But does that approach actually cause a lot of folks just to suffer their way through it? And is that why many people eventually run out of the motivation or drive to keep going? Again, that can work for some people and that's what they enjoy. They want to go hell for leather for an hour, a couple of times a week. Um, and if that's what you enjoy, that's absolutely fine. But again, there's a lot of people that don't enjoy going to the gym and kind of avoid 
doing exercise because of that. And I always say to clients, you know, find something you enjoy. If it's going out for a walk, go out for a walk. You know, if it's take up a, a badminton class, you know, take up a tennis class, something that you enjoy. Maybe it's yoga. You Maybe you need to do more restorative or relaxing exercise. Um, you know, I, as I say, I've come from background of dance. So for me, that is just the ultimate. I love doing that. So sometimes going to the gym for me is just something I will do, but I don't particularly enjoy it. So again, there's a lot of people who avoid it because they just don't like exercise. Exercise doesn't have to be exercise. It could be a hobby. It can be something that's fun. You know, so that's really important. Don't do something that you hate doing. What's the point? You know, life is far too short. So do something that you enjoy. If it's getting out on a bike, you know, taking the dog for a walk, that is still exercise. It is a movement. It doesn't have to be extreme. Um, and again, you can over-exercise as well. So you've got to be mindful of that too. Yes, what you're saying there ties in to, to food as well because again a lot of people associate eating healthy with eating stuff that they don't particularly like so it must be important to find those foods out there that you do really love in order for you to, to keep eating them. Absolutely, you know, you've got to enjoy food. Food is a part of our, our survival. Why not enjoy it? You know, healthy food can be super tasty. You know, use lots of herbs and spices. You know, have your foods in a way that you enjoy them and you don't have to have, you know, overboiled vegetables and, and a piece of meat on a plate. You know, it could be beans and lentils. It could be a, a vegan vegetarian curry. It could be a, a, a chicken curry, but have your vegetables within that. It will add lots of flavour you know add lots of color to your plate keep it varied don't eat the same thing every other day because that again that's quite a common thing i see because again if people are too busy they just go to the shops and they buy the same thing all the time and i've been stuck in that rut myself but i often take a little step back and write i need to make one new recipe this month and again that adds it to my repertoire i add that to my shopping list and over the you know that over the space of four weeks you maybe end up next month i'll maybe cook two or three different dishes that we can enjoy as a family or don't get me wrong I've made some disasters as well but I learned from them and I think don't be scared in the kitchen take a recipe and make it your own you know if you don't have every single ingredient in the kitchen either put something else in don't be scared of, of changing it up um, but definitely cook the things that you enjoy be open to changes be open to trying things but also yeah enjoy it it's got to be enjoyed I suppose like for, for some of the stuff that you want to eat but don't like so much, smoothies could maybe be your friend as well. Smoothies, soups. Soups are a really easy way as well. Um, obviously, yeah, smoothies, you can pack so much into them. You can put some protein powder in there so you're getting good quality protein. You could use some nuts and seeds in there. Always try and put a vegetable in there as well. Don't just make them laden with fruit um, and use maybe, you know, a plant-based milk or some coconut water if you want to get a little bit extra something in there as well. It's great if you're on the go great if you if you have got an early start to the day but just don't quite fancy a breakfast um it's better having something like that than skipping it especially if your day does start early and you have got a long day um again you can do things like overnight oats and things are a great breakfast um as i say lunches can be soups such a great thing you can batch cook it on a sunday and you've got it to last you through the week so it's not always about cooking fresh every single day don't be scared of using frozen things as well frozen vegetables they can sometimes be better than the fresh um you know so you've always got things in your arsenal if you like if you come home you go, oh, i can't bother cooking or i've not been to the shops it's all right there's stuff in the freezer batch cook batch cook is my favorite thing to do why cook twice if you can cook once and make double you know there's always something in the freezer for me to take out on a day when i know i'm going to be particularly busy or just don't fancy cooking that day take it out of the freezer and it's already there and i guess if if you're making 
that decision at the start of the week, you know, here, here, here's the food, it's all made, it takes that, you know, maybe you do get in, you've had a bad day, it's easy to open a bag of crisps or that. You've, you've taken those decisions out of the equation. Absolutely, yeah. You know, you, there's days where my days can be quite long or I've, my, my little boy has tested my limits. And sometimes you go, I just don't want to cook. I just, you do, you, you, if, if things aren't there, you know, we're, we're all guilty of picking up something we know we shouldn't necessarily eat. But if those, you know, again, eating regularly, having things prepared, you know, it's not about making life more difficult. You know, eating healthy can be easy it can be inexpensive and it can be enjoyable so make it that way and again it's a little bit forward thinking and it takes a little bit of practice but you will reap the benefits of it from a nutritional value you know your life can become easier in some aspects you know Um, and personally I way enjoy my own foods more than you know say that back in the day where I used to get we would get a takeaway or go out for dinner I appreciate my own cooking and I've, I've learned to cook in a way that I enjoy um, and it takes practice but I think I definitely feel the benefit of it and so does my family you mentioned eating out there and I, I, I think this is a really difficult thing for people because eating out like you think ostensibly it's about the food, but it's it's also about just the experience of going out, you know, especially if you're meeting friends and things like that. But I think unless you live in a big city with loads of options, it's really difficult to, to eat out and and eat as well as possible, if you like. Um, what are some of the tips for, for folks, you know, if, if they still want to eat out but don't want to be eating complete junk? Yeah, I mean, there's always options. We're always faced with sort of options. And yes, I think living in a smaller town, you are a little bit limited, but there's it doesn't mean that you can't eat out. You know, if you go to an Italian restaurant, you could get the, the, the fish and vegetables. You know, if you can eat a steak and you can digest it quite well, you know, and you enjoy something like that, and once once in a blue moon, go for it, enjoy it. You know, have those vegetables, have have the fish or the, or the meat if you if you eat that kind of thing. Um, it doesn't have to be a pizza. It doesn't have to be pasta that you're then, you know, afterwards just going to feel pretty groggy from eating it. You're just going to go, why did I bother? There's always op- options on the menu that will suit you. Even if you go to an Indian restaurant, you know, there's options. Do you need to have the naan bread? Maybe you could get the boiled rice instead of the fried rice. Just look at those options and don't be sort of, you know, be open to having different things. Pick up a pick a vegetarian meal for a change. You know, um, we're lucky. You know, now society is changing. There are more options. We can, whether we're vegan, vegetarian, gluten free, dairy free, a complete you know carnivore. There's options out there for absolutely everybody. But it's been open. It's it's just looking at the menu, not getting what you always get. Last wee thing. Then where can the listener uh, find you online? Uh, you'll get me at uh, Strive Therapy Hub um, you'll get me at Carrie Temple Nutrition you can find me on Facebook and Instagram as well um, and you can if you are interested in booking a consultation you can book online via those um, portals as well or just pick up the phone and give me a call and we can have a chat thanks very much for listening to this episode of Organic Life a big thanks to Carrie too for all the knowledge and wisdom she's passed on to us these past few episodes. It was great to talk to her and I'm sure we'll have her back on the show again in the future. You'll find all her links in the show notes over at organiclife.me. Finally, we've created an Instagram account for the podcast, so why not give us a wee follow? You'll find us on there as organiclifepod, that's all one word. Be sure to tag us in pictures of your breakfast, lunch and dinner, as long as it's healthy stuff, no pies, and uh, no gym selfies either, please. You're supposed to be working in there. Instagram, Organic Life Pod. 
Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time.